Hi Swatik, thank you so much for taking the time on a Sunday. On a Sunday, um, the office is completely empty, but uh, all right. Um, so, um, you took up civil engineering in IIT Madras. Correct. Yeah. Um, what was the motivation, and you know, what was your thinking when you started um, your uh, engineering training in IIT Madras, and uh, uh, what was the thought process like? Oh, okay. Uh, interesting question. Uh, to be honest and to be precise, there was no motivation to take civil engineering per se. Okay. So let's roll a little back. Okay. Sure, sure. So I, uh, when I gave my JE for the first time, I joined DTU. Did you say first time you gave it multiple times? Is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> I cleared JE the first time as well. Okay. But I was not getting the branch that I wanted. DTU, me, I got the branch that I was looking forward to as I was heavily interested in mathematics and I got mathematics and computing at DTU. Uh, so pretty happy and I took, uh, I, I I thought ki, uh, the branch that I like is much better than you know jo just joining IIT just for the namesake of it uh, for any Chuma branch. Right? You wanted to take up civil, this branch we're talking about civil engineering? No, no, no. Okay. So I'm talking about uh, before getting into IIT Madras, I was in DTU. Okay. Okay. And uh, I was, I got my branch of, uh, I got the preference uh, that I wanted in, in detail. In detail. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and which branch are we talking about? Mathematics and computing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, which sort of combined my interest in mathematics as well as computing in the right mixture. So okay. that was the branch I had been looking up to since I was preparing for J. Uh, pretty happy initially, but after getting into DTU, I really didn't like the vibe of the college. Okay. Okay. And after six months, I'm like uh, first semester, I'm like, uh, you know, no more. I think I'll regret if I live in, live in this college for more. So. I have one more chance. Let let's give it a shot. And uh, I when I gave gave JE again, uh, this time I'm like, uh, let's join uh, the top any of the top three IITs. Okay, because uh, the sole reason for leaving DTU was that the overall culture and the vibe of the college was not uh, matching uh, my style. So uh, I was whatever research I had done and whatever uh, readings I had done. Uh, I felt key the top three IITs will uh, I'll vibe somewhere in that system. There is just so much to unpack there in what okay. you said, but um, I think we'll, we'll unpack that in some time. Sure. But before that, uh, I think if I read if I read your bio correctly, mm -hmm. um, you were you you were uh, giving out Olympiad uh, math. That solution. was in school time. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, what was that about? I mean, so okay, uh, were you? Uh, did you uh, participate in Olympiad as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I think I was in fifth standard when this whole uh, Olympiad uh, streak came into the picture, you know. Suddenly, uh, companies uh, are approaching schools to, you know, take up more and more Olympiads. So, at that point in time, when I was in fifth standard, very few people had internet connectivity. Uh, right. What year are we talking about? 2000 and... Okay. 2000, 2007, 8. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, probably I was the only one in my class at least who had a laptop as well as an internet connection. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was a net one, it was not a broadband like a net one, like uh, basically the landline wire which you put in your phone, Right. Yeah, that into the laptop, yeah. Pretty slow, but it worked, right? And uh, so the first time everyone was giving the Olympiad in my uh, class and in my school. Uh, so no one had any idea what to do about it. Uh, so I basically, in school and college, you basically want to be 
a little cool right you are doing something that no one else is doing right. no one else is unable to do so in that uh, foray i uh, i got uh, the sample papers from the website this olympiad website okay downloaded them printed them i had a printer also at that point in time and also oh my god you are yeah. you are the one person <laughs> yeah one so person i i i took out i think 30 40 printouts of the sample paper and i basically sold them in the mm. school okay. like uh, 10 bucks each mm. and people were very happy Mm-hmm. to go about it so it basically fulfilled both both of my needs some money some chumma mm-hmm. pocket money as well as the cool dude in right, school right, right. Yeah. So, so you you had this uh, pc internet advantage over these other kids correct yeah uh, but i mean uh, i mean there's a difference between wanting to do something cool in 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 school and then mm-hmm. did you take part in olympiad yourself yeah 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 definitely i mean but yeah but that's a huge leap right? i mean i mean even if i'm not sure even just even having a pc internet will not get you i mean i, I don't will get you to the olympiad itself right because it's a highly competitive yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a global program if i understand yeah, yeah it's a global and depending on which olympiad you are taking so uh, uh, i mean there are multiple olympiads happening in the school parallelly i used to participate in all of them but uh, but particularly i was interested in the mathematics as well as the cyber olympiad right, right. and i had placed uh, decently well in those olympiads Okay. Would you say you are like mathematically gifted? I mean, no, I would not say that. It's just that I am interested in the subject uh, more than normal. Okay. okay. So I would not say I am gifted. I I struggle myself at <laughs> maths, but it's just that uh, uh, it doesn't feel like struggle. It feels like okay, you are challenging me. I'll challenge you back. Let's see, like okay, who okay. can. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I just want to explore that for a second. Let's come back to the engineering question. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel it takes a lot of. Uh, I mean courage is one thing but also um even that I think support also you need let's let's say I mean if I put your if if I put um not myself in your shoes but maybe if I look at my own my own situation mm-hmm. you know if I would have gotten into ex college and then 6 months down the line if I if I tell uh, I mean at, at this point in time in college days your parents fund the your parents are Correct, yeah. um so you know I'm not looking at any situation where I'm 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 telling my parents, you know, "Hey, this college is not working out for me." Um so the the appropriate response probably would be I mean, they would obviously say, you know, slog it out and then do whatever you want. So I wanted to know how you approached that problem and um it's obviously, I mean, there's a lot of risk involved, right? Let's say, I mean, y- you said that you did not really like the DTU vibe, mm-hmm. but there is a chance that, you know, y- you give JE and then whatever college you get into, you may not like that as well. So there are it can go both ways, right? Yeah. So how did you approach that, and you know, what we like, what was your thought process? And okay, uh, I think uh, first thing is that I didn't tell my parents. Okay. Oh. So I had, uh, <laughs> uh, funnily enough, I had watched this video by uh, the fall the founder of Alma Mater. I'm forgetting his name. Varun. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. But I know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's some other Varun, not Varun Maya. Okay. So Alma Mater is basically that company that sweatshirt uh, company. Sweatshirt company. Yeah. Right. So he gave an ink talk where he said, you know, uh, basically, uh, don't tell your parents uh, the plan beforehand. Do mm-hmm. it and then tell your parents. Mm-hmm. I kind of abide by that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, I gave the exam, and when the results came out, I'm like, see, this is the output. Okay. And I think we should switch. So. At this point, you were still a student of DTU, and you were prepping for JEE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So side by side college, I was preparing uh, oh, for JEE. Oh, yeah. oh, that's a smart plan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's 
uh, it was a little uh, tricky to maintain because the question was that my parents also don't want my GPA to, to go down at DTU, okay? Right, right. And the question will come up if uh, they see my GPA going down there, then they'll question you what's happening there. Mm-hmm. So the trick was to maintain that also and uh, uh, do the JE prep also alongside. How difficult is it, do you think, maintaining a GPA? I mean, um, uh, I would because say I'm asking this because um, from the from the conversations I've had, uh-huh. um, I feel like there are. I mean, I'm obviously oversimplifying a lot, mm-hmm. but there are these chunk of people who don't really put in so much of effort, uh-huh. but still manage to ace it. I mean, they, they get it around, I don't know, 3.6, 3.7. Um, obviously, there's some effort, but um, not the effort you would imagine getting a 3.7. And there are, then there are these other chunk of people who might put in a lot of effort, uh-huh. but st- might put in a lot of effort, but still, you know, uh, hit a wall at 3.1 or, you know, 3.3, 3.1. Correct. So, what is your, I mean, what do you think about, how difficult is it to... No, I think uh, it's just about gaming the system. Uh-huh. So, uh, it depends from college to college, but particularly in DTU, I felt it was just about gaming the system. So, mm-hmm. it's it's more like uh, giving uh, giving an exam in DTU was more like key, uh, you're giving boards, right? So, you have... Uh, uh, a set of uh, questions they would always ask and... Sort of, uh, there, uh, there is a pattern that is repeated key. This form of questions will be uh, maybe asked, or this section is pretty much very important. So a question though will come from mm-hmm. here for sure. Right. So uh, I think DTU was more about gaming the system. So uh, that was pretty uh, doable, I would say. However, in IIT, it's it's not the case. Yeah, it's pretty difficult to uh, score that you cannot game the system because they don't put they, there is no there is no question bank per se, and there is no uh, repeated set of questions that they keep on asking, or there is. And nothing key this section is very important so question will come from here mm-hmm. so uh, yeah gaming the system doesn't work there I see um, so you you got your you wrote your JEE and you got your results and then yeah so then you chose uh, yeah so uh, I was pretty clear that I want to go to either uh, Bombay Delhi or Madras right okay. Uh, Did you have a stream in mind at this point though? Because in, in DTU you were focused on correct. I had a stream in mind, but I knew key. Uh, you know, uh, mathematics and computing is a pretty competitive branch, so I won't get that. Okay, mm-hmm. and at this point in time, after uh, having the experience from DTU, I would put culture over top anything else. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, hence uh, uh, a correct com uh, right combination of branch and culture. And hence the three IITs. Any branch in the three IITs, I would go forward for it. Uh, sadly, my parents only agreed for civil engineering. I was interested in biotech, but uh, my parents have their own bias against biotech. Uh, you know, they are they both of them are doctors, so they they have their own conservative bias against biotech. Mm-hmm. So uh, no biotech, uh, no chemistry. Again, same bias. So why do you think that is though? Uh, uh, it, it's a typical Indian uh, parent mindset, right? B- these branches don't have. Uh, basically, it's a first of all, it's a. It's a low revenue branch. Yeah, they don't have any future, according to them. And mm-hmm. according to them, mechanical, civil, electrical are sort of like evergreen branches, and uh, the demand will always be there, even if the world goes into apocalypse. How much do you think? How much do you think? I mean, this is this is a philosophical level. I mean, I, sure, I don't sure. think this is. I, I don't think this makes any this question makes any sense in the real world but how much do you think parents really should have an influence on a on a child's you know stream decision or you know educational decisions like what is it, have you thought about that like what is your okay i think that currently in in today's world the rate at which things are changing okay i really don't think parents 
should sort of bulldoze their decisions over uh, kids because they are not really aware of what's going on in the world mm-hmm. uh, because of the rapid change okay so uh, in my opinion they should probably hire a counselor i mean that's the best way to go about it or trust your kid because mm-hmm. they know better they definitely know better right 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 yeah. i mean especially in today's i mean with with the smartphone and with the internet i mean exactly. um <clears throat> it's very difficult i think uh, at least um, at least in the indian subcontinent where the education rate is so i mean it's it's not very high it's it's I, at least personally i feel it's very difficult to make an argument where uh, a, a parent can forcefully say i know better than the kid in in such a in like specific areas like uh, because there's just so much information coming out of the, uh, in the smartphone and um Uh, so much information readily available right uh, cool. that uh, the kid i mean i i feel could probably make a a decent uh, choice there yeah 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 110% agree yeah it's not possible for every parent to go and deep dive to the level that a kid can actually do and be aware of the current affairs that are happening in uh, with regards to education so right. uh, yeah parents play, please trust your kids and uh, give the decision to them right. and it should be collaborative even if you know uh, it's going to be a at the end of the day like the the dad has to or the mom has to put in the money right right yeah, yeah. that's why okay. i said it's on a philosophical level because yeah. i mean at the realistic level obviously yeah. they're funding it so they should yeah. have i mean uh, they will obviously have a say there's no yeah. doubt about that yeah. um, it's like asking an investor money and saying fuck off i mean yeah. you can't tell me what what to do yeah. so it's, it doesn't work like that uh, but just to stick on this for uh, uh, like a like a minute or so uh-huh. uh, like thinking about this like um like deep uh, in ai or like crypto right i mean it's uh-huh. it's for me it, at least it's hard to imagine an average person's parent really delving deep into computer science and and telling their kids you know deep learning is really maturing at this point you should probably say deep learning uh-huh. or you know um you know i don't know crypto science i don't know is right. really looking uh, the future of crypto looks very bright so maybe you should pursue. it's very difficult for me to imagine that scenario um but anyways moving on um so you did get into uh so how did you make that choice of uh, a uh, b madras and oh i i told you right uh so uh bombay and uh, delhi me the branches that i was getting my parents were not fine with it okay okay so madras me the branches that i was getting they were like okay okay i'm like okay Let's did you have a preference in the in the in the colleges itself or did you have like a definitely yeah. the bombay jana yeah okay truly yeah do you think bombay is overblown i mean do you think the um do you think the campus in bombay i mean the culture in bombay or it bombay is overblown i i don't think i can really comment on that okay. but i was pretty happy with my insta experience that 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 is that is something that that i can put right away okay. so even after gra- even after four years of college you know uh some people have this sort of sort of thing in mind you know if i would have been in bombay or delhi like my campus life would have been better or overall college life would have been better i'm pretty happy with how things went off in it madras very very happy so if i understand correctly it, it's in uh, madras that you started your first venture i think was hogworth right correct yeah so maybe you can walk us through you know what led excuse me what led you to take that initiative to be you know part of hogworth and what led to the excuse me again creation of hogworth oh okay again uh, college may uh, the reason i joined iit madras in the first place leaving due to was that uh, we wanted to do something that uh, you know is something again cool which 
on a on a deeper level someone something that no one has done before like how cool would that would that be okay and i think i had recently watched social network also so i was a little in that frame of mind okay so we're talking 2012 uh we are talking no 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 i i'm talking about uh, after getting into college 20 uh, social network came out in 2012 but uh i had watched it back at that time but you know if you rewatch it like it it hits you again at a right, different right, level right. so i i guess i had a certain level of maturity at that point in time so it hit me like at a different level i could actually see why these guys are doing what they are doing and fundamentally the conclusion i drew out i drew out was boss ultimately this guy wanted to do Impressive. something that makes him cool basically he he wanted some attention he wanted to be the cool guy in harvard and that's why he did it okay right. and then i studied some other entrepreneurs okay and i sort of felt ki you know whatever story is being portrayed or whatever they say uh, on the media is fine the mission the vision all is fine but i think at the very core level the the core motivating thing is ki aisa aaj tak kisi ne nahi kiya okay what if i do this mm-hmm. wouldn't that be like ultimately the coolest thing but uh, uh if i can i present an alternative scenario sure. uh, what if um so sure uh, alternative scenario would be uh, what if when they are creating it um they really don't know like how big it's going to get i mean maybe um they were just tinkering and um uh, you know suddenly it blows up what do you think about that i mean i think that's how m- at least our the companies that we look up to today were created hmm. okay if you kick aside amazon okay right amazon yeah. was a very yeah yeah that guy uh, jeff bezos is a yeah, ultimate yeah. thinker like right, he, right. the strategy he puts in is like god level so uh, keeping amazon aside okay facebook started off as a uh, rating website for girls and girls harvard, and guys, yeah right yeah. tinder of 2004 yeah sort of like that again google also started off as a side project uh in stanford when these guys were doing their phd right. okay and they wanted uh you know they were not really happy with their search engine and they could they were seeing if we can put up a search engine of their own so microsoft uh same thing uh bill gates started it off as uh to as a way to earn some side money right, and right. then okay because of uh he had some support from his parents of their because of their good connections but no one really knew at the beginning ki how big it how could big get it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they were just trying to do something cool which they were really interested in and which they knew ki not many people around them were able to do that easily hmm right so uh, i think even airbnb guys they wouldn't have known ki this market would yeah. grow so big right. so i don't think anyone knew airbnb would be so big i think exactly i mean um i just want to explore one more thing uh i think i forgot it uh, also uh, yeah i just wanted to explore one more thing on startups and we you know we'll get back on track mm-hmm. again so you know there is this long held i mean at least the way i consume media the way uh, the narrative that is at least pushed to me or the ones the articles that i've read is you know when you start a startup there is this long period of suffering and there's mm-hmm. this long period of turmoil toil and you know a lot of work mm-hmm. and then and then you get the fruits of uh, but my understanding of all these stories is it generally picks up very fast and it mm-hmm. generally happens within a span of months i mean i mean if i look at the facebook example mm-hmm. even the google example mm-hmm. even the microsoft example yeah. even the amazon example uh-huh. um even the so airbnb will come to airbnb if you want later on yeah. but all these right i feel the growth happened like very fast i mean google sets it up in their uh, google sets it up in their dorm crashes move into the office mm-hmm. and you know in a period of 
I don't know, few months to a year, they are seeing like rapid growth. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any thoughts? I mean, what do you think about that? Do you, I, okay. I, I mean, I'm trying to contrast between this. Uh, do you agree with my narrative though? Do, do you oh, also consume, I mean, do you also feel that narrative? Am I portraying a right narrative where there's a long period of... Uh, I mean, yeah, the media has kind of romanticized right. with uh, the whole... Uh, that one, struck, per, one person struggling in yeah, the corner. Yeah. And why wouldn't they? It puts up a good picture and it makes everyone money. So, fine, I agree. Uh, uh, most of the media, uh, majority media that you consume, okay, third party articles who haven't really done startup themselves, okay, they are just pushing content basically. So, mm-hmm. uh, you will we'll see uh, things like these coming up, okay. To some extent, it might be true as well. And in fact, it's true to a good extent. It's hard work. I mean, you can't escape hard work. Okay. I agree. Yeah. The point where, you know, it's it's that over two, three years, it's it's like uh, eating glass and looking into the abyss. Okay. I personally feel there are uh, uh, two aspects here. Okay. One is the first time entrepreneurs okay when they start i think the general data that i have seen the general things that i have observed is ki you know most of the people start want to start for the first time because it's sort of cool it's the cool thing that's going on it's like college mein pehle the cool thing was playing the guitar who can play the guitar now the cool thing is to start a startup okay so they right away jump into it okay without thinking very thorough uh, of their idea and uh, all the nuances related to it okay and then that uh, comes and hits back after some time okay because i understand a lot of people have raw power okay but without the right amount of planning if you just go into the execution uh, you'll hit a roadblock after a while okay so i think uh, if people really most of the people okay if really put a lot of thought into the idea before actually jumping into it uh, uh, this whole uh, timeline of turmoil and all can be reduced drastically and can be uh, made to months mm-hmm. okay. and it might not even be turmoil because if you have created a like not a consultant level strategy but even a basic level strategy of how you think uh, you will go in coming six months okay rather than just jumping into it uh, it will uh, at least 50 percent of that you will achieve if you have created a, a plan for 100 percent so i think that is one issue okay Ki a lot of the first time founders just jump in without planning okay uh, the second part is uh, okay since I mentioned the Elon Musk like you know eating glass chewing glass and sitting to abyss that comes in when you are trying to solve a really really hard problem right okay because there is no solution that is existing right now and you have to create it from scratch and I'm talking about hardcore deep tech stuff here okay right right so there i don't think we can escape it right yeah just to comment on that yeah uh, I, I didn't i consciously didn't bring up the tesla example because yeah i mean at least in my uh, reading of tesla story you know there was a huge there was at least three year uh, you know three year development of the model mm-hmm. uh, the sedan uh, sorry the roadster sorry yeah three year development of the roadster and then again two year development of the model s mm-hmm. and then again um, you know i think three years development of model 3 production of model, model yeah. 3 so there i can see a lot of uh, you know um, a grind and a lot of yeah. uh, um, you know employee turnover, all that. Lo- a lot of uh, yeah. and I can see you know 2003 to so. But um, in some of the software you know software uh, companies, uh-huh. you know uh, core software companies, uh-huh. um, I may be completely wrong here, but 
at least the way I'm, I'm not seeing a huge grind or you know I've seen like a very I've seen like tremendous growth and you know when there is growth there is excitement right it's not yeah, like yeah, exactly if you don't know if your thing will work that's a different psychological mindset but if you're seeing growth every day mm-hmm. uh, that is a different uh, uh, feeling altogether correct momentum i think uh, the biggest killer for startups is lack of momentum yeah, or yeah. the killing of momentum so if you have momentum everyone is excited and everyone, everyone is excited is, yeah uh, contributing so uh, and i think uh, i can personally say this as as you as you mentioned uh, software companies i would rather call them internet companies mm-hmm. mostly okay uh that too mostly in the b2c side uh more or less i i feel ki uh, the fundamental mistakes that you can made that you can make okay have already been publicized like are already out there so you don't have to reinvent the engine okay mm-hmm. and also uh 10 years back this law this sort of grind i would have ex- uh, i would have agreed okay the grind is still there okay but uh, i personally feel if you plan it properly uh, you can uh, grow tremendously and i have seen this personally happening at leap okay and uh, apna is the best example i guess currently in this country okay okay yeah. 15 months uh, they raised their series c they have 25 to 30 million users uh, on their app uh it's just goes about saying ki if you have if you have if you have planned things properly and then just become a monster at execution the world is yours my my last digression and then we'll get back mm-hmm. uh, because we're talking about growth what what do you think about tiktok i felt like the tiktok growth was like so huge and happened so fast uh, do you have any thoughts on tiktok mm. i don't think you use tiktok though no i i didn't use tiktok okay. uh, are you at least familiar with the uh, yeah, yeah i'm i'm familiar with the entire uh, uh Uh, a platform and uh, uh, the buzz around it again i think uh, it's uh, i think byte dance byte dance's genius there was the algorithm okay uh, uh, that was the core of the product and after that uh, you know the yc saying make something people want okay so tiktok never really uh, sort of targeted people like us okay their target was uh, i think uh, the group who is like uh, 14 to 21 14 to 21 and on top of that at least in india you know you are when you are going in a local train i could see everyone using tiktok right okay so when you are commuting okay you are a sort of a daily wage earner or you know uh, uh, how do i put it uh, putting uh, taking it uh, you are putting very very uh, hard effort to actually put food on food on the plate okay and then when you are getting any sort of free time everyone is using tiktok so these people also need some sort of an entertainment for themselves okay and instagram doesn't really cater to that it feels foreign to them right right i think similar approach was taken up by apna if you see i actually don't know i actually i'm not aware okay. of the apna story I, if, if i give you a simple analogy okay apna is like a linkedin for blue collar workforce in india okay okay so uh the founder of apna okay he actually spent 6 months in a factory you know uh, working as an owner uh, sorry working as a factory worker okay. in between of all the rest of the workers and trying to understand what these guys want uh, what are they looking forward to and the simple insight that came out of it was uh, these guys just don't need an app which will tell them ki yahan pe job hai and yahan pe job nahi hai they also want to connect with other people who are looking for uh, the same kind of jobs and maybe you know have an interaction with them Mm-hmm. okay one simple insight and these guys created linkedin for blue collar workforce and uh, it 
ब्लास्टेड ऑफ लाइक एनीथिंग लाइक इट ग्रू आई थिंक अपना इस आफ्टर आफ्टर ओके नो हाँ सो अपना इज करेंटली द फास्टेस्ट यूनिकॉन इन दिस कंट्री उरान उरान वॉज द प्रीवियस वन बट अपना इज द करेंट वन सो अगेन इट सिमिलर टू द टिकटॉक बिकॉज आई डोंट नो मच अबाउट द टिकटॉक सॉरी बट आई प्रिटी मच बिलीव कि सिंस यू नो कि वॉट यूर टारगेट ऑडियंस टारगेट वॉन्ट्स ओके एंड यू हैव अ क्रिटिकल इंसाइट देयर ऑन हाउ आर यू गोइंग टू गो अबाउट इट रेस्ट इज ऑल आइड्रेशन एंड मॉन्स्टर्स एग्जीक्यूशन so um you um yeah how how like when did you decide you wanted to be a part of were you were you also ideating about hogwarts and you know uh, when did you decide to join the team at hogwarts yeah so the idea was not mine okay. right uh, uh uh a good friend of mine uh, it was his idea and we used to uh, jam around ideas quite a bit okay so we were in the same hostel so while i am entering or he is coming back from food we would uh, usually uh, jam into each other and then uh, discuss some some of the other interesting things going on not particularly with respect to startup ideas but anything uh, you know uh, interesting so that guy had applied to yc startup school and this was the first time that yc had uh, released startup school okay to help out founders and uh, uh, we had enrolled and uh, apparently our application got accepted completely out of the blue okay we are not expecting it right i was actually going uh, my plan was to go for a semester exchange on that semester uh, so i'm sorry to cut you off there yeah. so at this point did or uh, was hogwarts operational though i mean no 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 it was just an idea okay so d- what what do you think so, do you think yc was very you know lenient with their uh, with their startup selections or no 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 see okay when we applied to yc like we have, we had a working uh, product in hand mm-hmm. so uh, by the time of application like we were in terms of users as well as in terms of product we were decently there okay okay and i think uh, in terms of yc it's it's not just that you know yc doesn't have any uh, any limit on where they want to fund an idea okay mm-hmm. they can, uh, we have seen startups being funded just in the idea phase itself okay and we have seen startups getting funded after they have a certain uh, huge number of users on board mm-hmm. okay so we were somewhere in the middle right we had a product out we had some users on board it okay we within the short span of time time we had shown tremendous progress okay we had uh, partners and other uh, growth opportunities lined up okay right in front of us so that the potential of the idea okay that it can actually grow into a uh, the next uh, 500 million dollar company with at least a 50 million dollar arr okay combined with the team okay and can this team execute it uh, i think that worked out for us okay yeah so you get selected at uh, i mean hogwarts get selected at uh, startup school yeah um so is so do you have did you have to make that trip to uh, sf or yeah, yeah yeah okay startup school is completely different from the actual yc uh, application program right okay okay ha huh. so startup school is basically just yc starting up a uh, mooc in a manner okay mm-hmm. come in join the mooc learn about startups how to do startups 
uh, we'll get in the top people to teach you. Okay. This is the same one which Sam Altman gives the lectures, right? Exactly. This is the one. Yeah. yeah. Precisely. Okay. okay. Yeah. So they used to earlier uh, do it only in Stanford. So oh. This was the first time they made it like accessible Public. for everyone. Okay. Okay. But then uh, uh, you have to write an application and you have to get accepted. So they will give you a mentor. They will allot you a mentor. Uh, so at least till our time it was there. So we were allotted a mentor. Okay. And every week uh, we had a discussion with the mentor on what we did last week. Uh, what are we planning to do this week? What were the results of what we tried last week, and what are the levers we are going to pull to uh, make things move forward in the next week? So, uh, we we were uh, one of the few lucky uh, uh, teams who were given a mentor, and that helped us uh, very much uh, into our journey. So, this is completely different from the YC's application process. At okay. the end, at the end of it. Uh, when the startup school is over after three months, then you can or you cannot apply to YC. Okay. Okay. Uh, we we ended up applying because we thought that we had made significant process and uh, sorry significant progress and it makes sense for us to apply. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's get to YC maybe in some time. Uh -huh. But also, um. So at this point in time, how much percentage of your time? And this was in. So let's get step by step. So what year were you in when you do, when you did? I was August? in my third year. You were you were already oh you skipped two years okay so you're already in your third year uh -huh. and how much percentage of your time were you dedicating to? Because I'm sure you had to maintain your GPAs as well. So not really. We were not looking at our GPAs. So at this point, you have no. Yeah. Um, we 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 were so excited and uh, enthusiastic about the idea and the potential that we were seeing uh, that uh, we didn't really care about uh, our GPS. Huh, we did have to complete our compulsory attendance because otherwise we won't be allowed to write the exam yeah, mm -hmm. or graduate for that matter. So that is something that we had to very mathematically calculate, okay, I can bunk these many classes. Uh, these are the classes in which my friend can put my proxy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are the classes where if I talk to the prof, like he'll be chill with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, I would say we were putting, excluding the college hours, like solely focus on the idea, we were putting around 50-55 hours per week. On the, on the, on Hogwarts? On Hogwarts, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you think about this attendance compulsory thing, I mean? Oh! I don't think it's there in, uh, I don't think it's there in, in the US, do they follow that? I mean, I don't uh, think so, I am right? not sure. I am not sure of the, of of the scenario in US, but I think in India, uh, BITS is the only uh, college like which has zero percent attendance policy. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, which is why you see a lot of startups coming out of BITS. That is one of the fundamental reasons, I believe. Right. Uh, but I think it's still lacking behind uh, Bombay and Delhi. If I, if my, if my, um, if the report that I read was right, then I think the most startups in India come from Bombay and then Delhi and then BITS Pilani, I think. I don't know if I'm wrong, maybe somebody... Okay, I haven't really looked at the statistics, but, uh, you know, just from whatever observations I see, uh, maybe uh, in terms of founders, if you see their alma mater, then yeah, maybe yeah. Bombay, Delhi and... Then that's that's what I'm talking about. That's but what I'm, talking I'm talking about right out of college startups okay. or in college startups hmm. or in college, uh, the whole uh, uh, entrepreneurship atmosphere, okay? So hmm. I think that uh, BITS is probably uh, the best in the country. Right. Right. Uh -huh. um, so, um, so you did Hogwarts. Um, you applied for startup school, and then you decided to. You guys decided to uh, apply for startup school as well. I mean, sorry, the YC. Um, I don't know what the program is called. Okay. 
Let's or am move. I? Or am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll just I'll just clarify it for you. So, uh, YC application to get into the YC incubator program uh, usually happens uh, once in. Uh, there are two intakes for YC, right? So the winter intake usually happens uh, during uh, the application deadline is during September, and the summer intake deadline is somewhere around April. Okay. So we were aiming for the uh, winter deadline. September was our deadline. September or early October, yeah. So before this, before October, for June, July, August, September, YC released the startup school, okay. And uh, we we had applied for startup school initially and worked through startup school rigorously, religiously, okay. And then at the end of those four months, applied to YC, and our application got selected. And in December, we had our interview at SF. And this was still while you were in your third year. Third year, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and you had to make that. You had to make that trip, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. We had to make that trip. Um, how was that experience? I, I also understand you also. You did sit for the interview as well, right? The yeah, way, yeah. We, uh, we so maybe you can walk us through that experience. And yeah. Yeah. So, we. So before you do a YC interview. Uh, Culturally, like you are expected to do a certain number of mock interviews, okay. And the YC community is very helpful uh, with respect to mock interviews. So any XYC founder, if you contact, most of them will agree for giving you a mock interview, okay. Uh, so we, before flying to SF, we tapped into our alumni network, okay, as much as we could uh, to, you know, that to very specific people who work in the industries that are relevant to us. To get to get feedback on our idea and as, as well as give us a mock interview. Parallelly, also tapping into the YC network to give us mock interviews, right? So, I mean, when you talk to people who are at CEO, CXO level, at prime companies in uh, uh, the valley, right? For example, I remember I remember uh, one of the mock interviews that was given to us by was by the founder of DoorDash. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. So that was huge. Okay, and that person uh, listening to you, hearing you out, giving you feedback. Okay, and then trying to actually uh, make your vision bigger on how this thing can actually make big. Okay, so that experience or that conversation, it it basically at least for me and our team, it made a fundamental change in our uh, thinking. You know, things are possible. And you don't really have to be in the valley to make things possible, to make things big. You, mm -hmm. while being here in India, can actually build a world-class product which can uh, push through. So it was, uh, that mindset shift was huge for us because we we were uh, a valley, uh, how do I put it, valley cult followers, right? right? right. Ki all the cool stuff happens in the valley and like all the smart people are there. but. That experience sort of uh, changed our perspective there, and we knew okay, okay, we can do this. Just to take it out of that scope, though, um, being in twenty twenty one, how to, how far to what extent do you think that's true in twenty twenty one? Though I mean, um, um, you know, building a world class product uh, in India mm -hmm. because. Um, I I I can't think of many examples where you know Indian companies have really gone global. The only Chinese example I can think of is TikTok. But uh, apart from that, 
uh, I mean, have your views shifted? Uh, because I personally don't feel uh, even in 2021, mm-hmm. you know, Indian companies are able to build world-class products. Uh, maybe local, and you know, India is a huge market. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ha- is your view still the same, or okay? Uh, okay, I'll try, I'll try to relax that criteria a bit in the sense that okay, even if not world-class products we are creating, we are creating such an impact that others want to copy us. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a big deal. If you mm. see, okay, once Uber came out, everyone was pitching their idea that I'm, I'm an Uber for X or mm-hmm. I'm an Uber for Y. Okay. So now you see that a lot of people from different countries around the world try to pitch themselves as Khata Book of Indonesia. Right, okay, right. Or okay, Credit of Malaysia. Okay. And even if you talk about products built here that attract international uh, investment or uh, building world class products, starting right from Zoho. Mm-hmm. Okay, the premium example that I would give, uh, followed by Freshworks, okay, followed by uh, the country like the company I refer to the most, Postman, okay, mm-hmm. truly global product, and even now, uh, I think the way that uh, Apna and Leap are moving forward, it's it's going to become a global product. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, and these are the companies that I'm telling that have become successful. Okay, mm-hmm. there are multiple other ones which are in the process. Okay, and, and are actually building uh, cool stuff which uh, which are used around the world. Okay, so for example, there is very there is a small example. There is this app called Hummit. Okay, mm-hmm. Hummit is, uh, and I've seen users from US, Canada using it. It's basically Shazam. Uh, no, not Shazam. Okay. It's basically uh, an app which lets you give uh, which lets you give a trailer of the song you like to other people 30 seconds mm-hmm. you like the song share it so that you know other people times is also not wasted that much and if they like it they'll instantly listen to it mm-hmm. so the ui and the amount of people coming in into it the kind of engagement that i see okay it's 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 a global product in its own sense huh it has not made it as big as facebook they are still in the growth phase okay mm-hmm. but it's a global product that way razorpay is a global product that way uh, okay Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we are seeing uh, global products coming out of India, for sure. Okay. And I'm very, very optimistic uh, of the future uh, as well. So right now we are seeing global products coming out of internet companies. Okay. I I feel ten years down the line we'll also see global products in terms of deep tech uh, stuff coming out of India. Uh, what is deep tech? By deep tech I mean uh, hardcore AI, uh, okay. DL, uh, or space tech related stuff for that matter. Okay. 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 Um, so you go to the interview, um, um, what happens in the interview? And oh, we were thrashed in the interview. Yeah, okay. What definition of thrash would be like, what, what was the, I mean, uh, so YC interview is, uh, were they arrogant? Or? No, 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 no. They're not arrogant. They're like, uh, since it's only a 10 minute interview. Okay. So they also don't have very much time and they have a certain number of uh, certain data points that they need, right? So, as soon as the first question is finished, okay, if you are not very prompt and you are taking it long, they'll cut you in midway and like move on to the next question, okay? And then, uh, for us particularly, uh, what happened was ki they asked us uh, some questions which we didn't have answer to, even after going through all these mock interviews, okay? And we kind of were stunned for a few seconds. Oh really? Yeah. Oh okay. Okay, we didn't think this through. 
right how many mock interviews did you think you had we had at least 15 mock interviews oh okay yeah. lot to think lots to think through then why yeah, yeah, yeah. okay okay yeah but but that's their job right so uh, so um coming out of the interview um what do you decide um do you take it forward or do you say you know it's time to probably uh, close the curtain on this one ne coming out of the interview though we were still uh, waiting so yc gives you if if it's a yes uh, by the same day evening you will receive a you'll receive an sms mm-hmm. okay or sorry you will receive a call okay and if you're not selected you'll get a mail okay okay so we were just looking at our phones see if we are getting a call or are we getting a mail okay okay uh and right after coming out of the interview we knew ki it didn't really go as well as we were expecting uh but the question was uh why couldn't we think of it okay and what can we improve upon here to uh take this thing forward like how can we actually encompass this uh, particular feedback and uh, move ahead so that was our primary response on that and post uh obviously the mail came and uh, we were not selected uh still after yc interview was over we still got in touch with lot of our uh, alumni network people okay okay yeah to sorry i i just have one question so when you say you um so how did you like i mean so how does this alumni thing work i mean uh, because so you were in your third year yeah at this mm-hmm. point in time so does the college itself set you up with these guys or like how does that work or is there like a is there like a i don't know like a web page where all alumni are present because yeah no no go ahead yeah please no because um um i mean i look at my alumni network mm-hmm. so i started in christ mm-hmm. and um there is virtually none i mean i mean it's difficult for me to uh it's difficult for me to you know if i'm taking a trip to the us tomorrow mm-hmm. or you know if i'm taking anywhere le- mm-hmm. let's say uh it's difficult for me to imagine that uh, i can meet one of my seniors who is probably doing well or get in touch i don't know if that's a uh, if that's a it's a my, me problem where i'm not reaching out or i don't know if the if the networks are not you know uh, are are deep enough where um, you're encouraged so i'm not seeing that in at least my college i don't know if it's a it may be a me mistake uh, it may be a my problem itself but so how does that work for you guys to i mean um you know going to sf and then reaching out to alumni and them them also helping you out like how like how what is the process there okay uh so the reaching out was done before we flew to sf okay so that thing wasn't process beforehand so at least uh, uh for in our college in insti as we call it so there is a alumni association there is a head there right okay and if you reach out to the head these are my requirements and these are the persons i want to connect to they'll just put an intro okay uh, over a mail mail thread and then you can take it forward from there thankfully uh, at least in our alumni community okay uh, it's pretty supportive that way right right so uh, and particularly like i think it was the first time that they are seeing uh an id madras startup coming for a yc interview so they were also pretty excited about it right uh, all those nostalgia and uh, uh helping our own people feels uh so that kind of worked out for us the only uh 
you have to cross that bureaucracy that you have to talk to the head and they'll connect you to them okay right. so that way it becomes a lot more legitimate okay rather than you directly reaching out to them via linkedin right right uh, so i mean i'm sure after you graduated you gave your records to the alumni and then yeah, yeah. now you're also in the database yeah someone reach out to you theek hai um okay um yeah maybe you can walk us through your post why you've come back um you decided to take it forward um uh, and yours is a dual degree or were you no, uh, i was a basic so it's a four year degree you're almost at the yeah, yeah. you're at the cusp of uh, graduating so maybe you can walk us through your th- thought process of you know um obviously there is a transition going to happen from your mm-hmm. academia to so what are you thinking you know have you thought about what you want to do or uh, thought process basically okay so after coming to yc we were we we basically knew ki we had to think things from like scratch like ask some more fundamental questions around it okay so to sort of accelerate that okay we got ourselves uh, via pretty rigorous procedure into a, a program which helps you conduct customer discovery uh, process so basically the whole lean startup steep blank methodology okay. i'm so sorry i haven't read lean startup yeah, yeah. but anyway ahead. so basically steep steep blank is like a uh, uh, sort of a a very well known figure in the whole uh, startup ecosystem because he he introduced the lean startup methodology and a fundamental part of that is customer research or customer discovery so basically what they want you to do is ki even before you launch a product or write a single line of code how do you make sure that there is a demand for your product or demand for your problem so it's a they have defined it to a detailed level on how do you do, go about doing these customer discovery interviews so our we took on a task to do 100 customer interviews each of them spanning at least an hour most of them more than 2 hours okay over a span of 3 to 4 months okay and traveling to different cities of the country okay to try and understand ki whether there is actually a uh, is this problem really that big first of all is it a, is it really a problem and is it really that big is it a uh, you know a sort of a painkiller sort of a problem or is it more like a vitamin uh, boost up sort of a problem right uh and how much are people willing to pay for it right is there some hardcore data that they have dealt with this problem before by paying this much money and our and is our solution coming up as like at least uh, 5x 10x better than whatever they have been doing so these were some of the questions that we try to understand i mean you can't ask them directly there is a like it's it's, it's a very subtle conversation that goes on and you gather these hardcore data points and then we realize ki at least for our idea it was a uh, vitamin problem okay particularly in india so there are only two ways forward once you realize this either you drop the idea and let it go or you pivot to something that you find ki is another opportunity while i was doing the customer interviews right so we we sort of found ki there is some op- there is another opportunity which people are actually willing to pay for okay and uh we pivoted to that idea okay started working on that from scratch again four months down the line i was in my third year sorry mm-hmm. at this point in time when you decide to pivot mm-hmm. so before you pivot how many people were working on the startup 
we were six people and post pivot was there any turnover or yeah 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 or then we were four people okay okay yeah. okay yeah, yeah please go ahead so and most of us are i mean most of my team was in their final years right and uh, i was uh, i was the only one who was in my third year so i still had one year to go whereas these guys were about to graduate so april end uh, things uh, in sea closes down summer vacations okay and we we sort of agreed that you know it's it's time to take a break because even after the pivot and we are trying to develop the product and trying to sell it to uh, the customers but even though we got the data that they will uh, you know they will pay for it or they'll be uh, willing to use it it was not really panning out that way okay we are getting very very cold responses uh, and the momentum was very 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 slow from what we had seen in our early days okay so everyone decided okay let, let's take a break okay and then we'll uh, come back after a few weeks in this time uh, my other co-founder had a major uh, health uh, medical uh, issue coming in so he couldn't uh, basically put in uh, the hours anymore and it it was a long term thing so like for coming 8 to 10 weeks also it was not very clear whether he would be uh, able to uh, contribute so we are not at the same place uh, when we were in college we were working at from one single hostel room a pretty small a lot small for six people to jam in uh, now that everyone is uh, at their own places in the summer and uh, uh, even after the break when uh, it's the momentum did, didn't really pick up so the idea kind of died out from there okay okay yeah. and and now you're in your fourth year now i'm i'm, I'm in my fourth year yeah right at this point in time you take part in red bull no no red bull thing happened in my third year only oh okay yeah red bull red bull was alongside uh, so so you were taking part in two different startups is it is that no 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 red bull was a part of our uh, hogwarts idea itself oh, okay. okay so we desperately needed money right okay okay we wanted money from wherever we could get it okay okay winning competitions was one way to go about it okay, okay. red bull was the biggest platform to do it okay okay very simply okay we we had to put in insane amount of efforts to get the votes and make it to the finals but yeah we needed the money desperately and you went to berlin for this right our team went to the berlin for this so you did not i did not because okay, okay. this was happening parallel to the yc interview oh, okay. the red bull finals were parallel to yc interview so uh, part of the team went for the yc interview part of the team went for the okay berlin okay interview. so but uh, so coming to your fourth year you were i mean there's no hogwarts i mean the hogwarts idea has been yeah um okay so uh you know what do you do uh if we go if we fast forward your fourth year mm-hmm. um you know going um you know closer to your graduation mm-hmm. uh what are you thinking about have you decided what um do you want to start i'm so sorry to die such i'm so sorry um i mean did you after this experience mm-hmm. um did you feel like uh you know no more startup for me or you know, or were you more encouraged to do i want to start something of my own or uh, did you want to work did, did you want to work as did you have a specific role in mind because some people i have a few of my friends who are really crazy about becoming investment bankers mm-hmm. did you have a specific role in mind that you probably wanted to take you know or were you thinking 
Okay. Let, let's take those one by one. Right. Uh, definitely post uh, uh, post idea dying down and uh, the whole uh, uh, falling off wala thing. We, I I kind of wanted to take a break. Right. I was uh, so in my seventh semester, I pretty much chilled out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I already had a offer at hand uh, from my internship, so uh, that was chill. and in terms of what role i was looking forward to uh, even though our idea didn't pan out or we didn't uh, we probably could have executed a lot better okay one thing was very clear in my mind that there are some fundamental fundamental places where we lacked because we were putting in the effort okay we were putting insane amount of hours okay and still the results were not coming out so there there was some fundamental place where i lacked and it makes sense to learn from a veteran okay and in my mind the best way was to join a startup which the veteran is doing in its very early stage mm-hmm. you see how they grow it and then you do it okay mm-hmm. so coming in my second semester during the end of my second semester uh, sorry eighth semester uh, i was looking at uh, off campus roles for early stage startups uh, and i came across uh, leap and i really liked arnav Uh, his whole history like he has been a serial entrepreneur so uh, and you and after talking to him like uh, that that feeling was reinforced and hence i joined leap as uh, very very during very 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 early stages of the company what is very early here i mean very early i mean how many employees are we talking about we are talking about 15 employees 15 employees and we are talking about no product built at the moment we are running the company on whatsapp groups right and What is the employee count? Employee count is fifteen only. No, today. No, no. Okay, okay. Today, today the employee count is somewhere close to two fifty. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And so, when did you join Leap, though? I joined Leap in twenty uh, August twenty twenty. Twenty. That is ridiculous, right? I mean, fifteen to two fifteen a year. That's like. Sorry. I mean, that's that's a. I mean, that's ridiculous growth, right? Yeah, I I told you right. Leap and Apna have been the fastest growing companies uh, in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apna to has become a unicorn. Leap is on the way to become a unicorn, and uh, I that's why I I told you right from in the very beginning that planning followed by monstrous execution can change the game drastically. Right. That is what I saw at Leap firsthand. Okay, mm-hmm. Arnav comes in with ten uh, years of experience into this industry, and. the way i have seen things being executed at leap is just phenomenal he spent significant amount of time looking at the right idea right opportunity okay and then when he found it he went all in mm-hmm. um so um did you get the leap offer while you were in college or what was i mean did you um did you spend some time really um did you spend some time really thinking about what you really want to do or uh, i mean yeah i mean yeah 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 i w- i was in a lot of confusion right right uh, i have an offer at hand but that this offer you're talking about is 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 the leap no offer no there is another different offer there is a different offer i have at hand uh, because of college placements okay which is not very exciting i mean you'll get the money but it's right okay. right right and, right uh the second option is you go for a masters right okay uh and i had gotten into uh, a masters program 
so you've clicked all the boxes there post yeah. uh, post graduation so but again uh, i was not really sure when i was asking the question ki okay theek hai everything is there but what do i really want to do or why am i even doing this why am I, why do i want to go for the masters mm-hmm. okay there was not a very clear answer that i was getting in fact i felt ki uh, i felt at some time ki am i trying to delay facing the real world in a manner like by going for a masters is that why i am taking it trying to make it a easy, little easy for myself right i just want to digress a little bit here so to what extent do you think that uh, to to what extent do, do you think um you know um I mean now looking back you're obviously connecting the dots yeah. you know you um, you took uh, you had an offer you you had masters and then you had the leap offer but obviously you didn't know leap would be what it is today uh-huh. uh, obviously you didn't know I mean back then it was 10 employees uh-huh. uh, so my uh, my question like to to what extent do you think I mean um, the story that we I mean I'm not able to frame the question very well um, I think we'll skip this question anyways please carry on because i'm not able to frame it well okay uh, yeah yeah I, i don't want to misrepresent the question sort of yeah yeah go ahead yeah and uh, by the way when i when i had the leap offer like before that i had cancelled my masters so i was anyway i was like i am not going to do the masters okay i am going to go all in for early stage startup roles so when i had applied to leap in fact while when i had applied to leap i had cancelled my masters program okay okay so uh, the ultimate the only clarity i had back then was i want to grow tremendously and the simplest way to go is is to join a very early stage startup with a uh, a very good founding team so that's what i did at leap and yeah in what some way it was i i was a little lucky that it panned out really well right what role did you um, did you apply i i joined as a program manager okay 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 but it was i mean the role doesn't really matter because we i did because we were really starting out okay i have done st- stuff from literally like whatsapping sending whatsapp messages to 700 people on a daily basis manually mm-hmm. to setting up the entire whatsapp uh, communication infrastructure uh, of the company mm-hmm. uh, which basically then is now the backbone of the company uh, to acquire and retain users so the the role doesn't really uh, didn't doesn't really matter at any early stage startup you have to do uh, whatever it takes to get the numbers up at what point do you think because i because i i also keep hearing this a lot at what point but i kind of disagree with that um, but i mean mm-hmm. just to push back on that a little bit uh, at what point do you think roles start really mattering i mean um, someone who was hired to do x should probably to be should probably be doing x I think that happens around series B. I mean a very simple uh, the answer obviously depends from startup to startup but I think after a startup has raised series B certain structure starts coming to the company. Uh can you maybe tell us what is series can you tell us what is series C B uh, A B C and uh, okay briefly maybe. <laughs> okay yeah okay I also don't have very much clarity around okay, it okay. okay but uh basically uh in in very simple or layman terms okay uh series a usually happens when once you have shown, shown that uh, a pilot is successful okay so now you have a right to exist 
Series A is the biggest round. I mean, no, 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 no. Series A is the first. It's round, the first round. Okay, okay. It's the smallest round. Okay. And right now, you are just saying everyone that I have the right to exist because my pilot works. So give me more funding so that I can take it forward. So uh, typically, it's a uh, single-digit million-dollar uh, round. Okay. Then Series B is typically a double-digit uh, round where you have shown now from the previous one that now you have the right to play. Okay. I existed. My pilot worked. I took it forward. now i am in the game okay now i have the right to play this game along with whoever else is there in the system okay so now that you have the right to play so you want to play really well now then you start putting like proper structures processes and systems into the place okay and uh, people hiring specialist people to do their jobs right 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 that's when uh, you know the role actually really matters there. yeah mm-hmm. and uske baad to fir series c is like now i have the right to win okay now we can win this game if we continue like this so series c mein you hire uh veterans yeah industry veterans like 15 20 years of okx at vp uh, level roles so mm-hmm. now you have uh series c basically means ki now you have no fear like it's uh you can do anything mm mm-hmm. so but your answer would be around series b you would start really yeah. um because I, i don't know if it's if it's me being i mean i don't know if it's uh, me personally um i don't know if i have this aversion towards doing everything or um um or if i like the mindset of having a clearly defined role where <laughs> i know what i'm accountable for and then i can go on it i can probably hit those metrics or you know <laughs> achieve that i don't know if it's a personal thing um yeah anyways um by the way to answer your question uh even okay this again varies from startup to startup but uh, any good startup wherever you join okay very early stage series b stage series c stage i think every good startup sort of gives you a metric to own okay every good startup so in that way you have something to be accountable for very stringently but then what you have to do to Uh, get your metrics up and moving is completely uh, bogus or is completely chaotic okay and then you can explore a lot horizontally as well i think or vertically i'm not sure uh, i mean um, uh, to give an example i mean if i really want to be i don't know much of the much about the business roles but uh, if i want to be a deep learning engineer mm-hmm. um, maybe i can start off as a software engineer and then you know hit the software engineering metrics really well and then also explore what the ai team is doing and then maybe see a transition are you getting what i'm saying yeah i'm getting what you're saying so this is actually a very good way to uh, get into startup roles right? right so if you want to go into a very early uh, sorry uh, if you want to get into a startup uh, but you don't have the required uh, uh resume resume for it okay join at any role that they are offering okay and i have seen people joining at customer support roles right, right. okay basic ops role and then growing into roles like product or program management which are probably the hot shot roles in the market right 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 right, right. so that transition is uh, very 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 much uh, possible in a startup and actually they look forward for it yeah and i think in a, in a startup that grows really fast the people in that startup also grow ridiculously fast yeah. um yeah 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 i mean i had seen an example where someone started as a web development basic web development and in a in a in a few months went on to become a pm um 
for one and then again had a double promotion as a pm for a much larger program yeah so yeah but yeah you're right um so i think we are at the final stages of our uh, of our in this conversation so maybe you can just walk us through um you joined leap in 2020 mm-hmm. um how has that experience been um up until 21 and you know how is 2025 2027 looking for you maybe you can have you thought about that or are you like one of those i take it as i go or something like that yeah more like that i more would like say that. okay yeah. i haven't really thought 5 years down the line <laughs> maybe because that's the first one yeah uh, but you're saying because yeah because one of the reasons again uh, in college i uh, i was never a part of the standard uh, college life right uh, people become a top part of tech fest cultural fest uh, and uh, pursue uh, their uh, roles there uh, that never really attracted me okay and it always felt like okay uh, let's let's try to do something different right at the end of the day that's why i joined iit right this would have been possible in dtu as well so what am i doing here at iit uh, the this you mean college fest then yeah 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 uh, college fest uh, isel uh, all the bunch of stuff that uh, college offers you right uh, so insti in general in insti in particular and colleges in general have a set uh, path right you uh, you come in you put an effort for the sponsor team you get into uh, mbb mckinsey bcg bain from there you get into a vc firm from there you go for an mba and after mba basically you are set so a pathway is defined uh, for a pretty long time once you join college okay uh, but never really again uh, vibed with me acha okay everything is predefined this way so i kind of uh, take it uh, at least for the coming 5 years of my life it's like wherever i can grow like as hell i will take that opportunity right um my last question would be um since you um you you, you spoke about growth right mm-hmm. um at what point do you think this is a very non obvious this is a very obvious question i mean it has an obvious answer but mm-hmm. uh, let me see if i can very parallel facing questions so do you think there's a point where a person should probably be a little I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure you're working long hours, and then um, you know a lot of your life revolves around work. And um, but do you think there's a point where um, a person pro- should probably take a step back? Um, am I am I framing the question right? Or I think I'm getting the gist of. Are you question. getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I personally feel it's it's a very subjective point. Okay, so. Uh, and it it depends when you get that kick in your life okay so again coming back to the fundamental point right ki if if i say it in hindi okay yeah yeah uh, the word that we always used to look for ki machana hai kuch to machana hai life mein theek hai and uh, some people get to get a kick out of it theek hai to macha diya bhai macha diya it, it's it's a very different adrenaline rush feeling right right okay so i personally feel ki it's uh it's up to the person ki when in their life they get that sort of a kick okay ki 
अब तो मचाना है राइट एंड दैट कैन हैपन एट एनी पॉइंट इन द करियर सो इट कैन हैपन वेन यू हैव सेटल डाउन एंड यू आर इन योर फोर्टीज एंड यू गेट दैट किक और इन योर अर्ली करियर ओके एंड आई पर्सनली डोंट फील कि देर इज अू नो आफ्टर देर इज अटन पॉइंट आफ्टर विच यू शुड लाइक स्टॉप एंडक अ स्टेप बैक इट्स बिकॉज द रश इज समथिंग दैट यू लिव फॉर इट्स लाइक it's like this uh, desire for food i mean even exactly. like, even if you have it even if you have like a very amazing meal in the morning you still want to have dinner um, i would say it's more of an addiction that way it's more like i would probably call that a necessity but yeah <laughs> um uh, but uh, if i could phrase that in hindi i think uh, i had heard uh, uh, one of the researchers in um, jeffrey hinton so he had said made it so he um, you know some a person has to make it रेलिवेंट like bill gates was relevant in software let's say mm-hmm. in the 80s and 90s and mm-hmm. you know he ma- kind of made it there and then he took a step back mm-hmm. um so are you getting what i'm saying or am i being too big uh, okay i am getting a part of it okay uh and this is a very I'm, practical question to ask i feel okay ki uh yeah there are basically uh as you move forward certain responsibilities kick in uh your certain physical mental limitations also start coming in right your prime years uh go away as you i mean your prime peak performance goes away as you age right and uh, uh as you talked about the relevant relevance okay right how how do you justify your relevance in the market once you have like 20 years 25 years in the career as an individual you're talking as about right? yeah, yeah 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 very uh fundamental and practical question i mean you I might know. have been a rock star i mean a person might have been a rock star in the 80s yeah. but in 2015 mm-hmm. like what role uh, what contribution are you really making i mean okay something like that i would say uh, that okay th- that's a completely different uh, foray but just to the way that i think about is ki any individual the way to look at a career is uh, how do you have career modes okay just like a startup has its own modes uh, so as to prevent other people from uh, grabbing their share of the market okay i'm sure you would you would know about it so what are your career modes okay one simple career mode which is prevalent right now is having an audience right right right, right. so audience is something that that no one can take away from you right, right? it's your own network and the network effects of it of it kick in uh it's almost like you have your own personal alumni network like i'm tapping into the alumni network of college but you have your own personal network so if i mean uh, the way i think about it is ki uh, depending on whatever field you are interested in you'll have to build uh, career modes after a certain point in time like because it it takes time to build those modes okay so audience building is one career mode uh i would say uh Uh, what what's the word for it? Uh, 
working in public or there is this phenomenon right uh, a lot of startups actually uh, give all their updates on twitter basically work in public right so uh, that is another mode if particularly if you are a developer okay if your work is like public and you are like regularly updating it uh, and uh, some of them actually make it big on huge on product hunt so those are some of the modes right uh, having your own uh, side business no matter how small it's earning but if it's taking care of your basic communities that's or that that's one of the career modes to have but yeah audience building is i think uh, the biggest one uh, from what i can see even i'm like thinking about it i'm not really i have not really thought through it that much but right, right. Uh, for example you are doing this podcast right right so uh, harry stebbings if you know uh, 20 minute vc no so okay. sorry no okay so uh, harry stebbings is a very good example of how he can build a career moat and then actually tap on it uh, to make it big right so he harry stebbings was a no one okay he started this podcast where he started uh, interviewing vc people okay धीरे 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 करके द पॉडकास्ट ग्रू एंड मोर इम्पॉर्टेंटली हिज नेटवर्क ग्रू ओके सो आफ्टर द पॉडकास्ट रीच द सर्टन लेवल एंड एवरी वन वॉज एक्चुअली गेटिंग वैल्यू फ्रॉम इट ही ऑल्सो स्टार्टेड इंजल इन्वेस्टिंग इन स्टार्टअप्स अलॉन्ग विद अदर वी सीज एंड नाउ हीज अ बिग बिग डील इन द एटलीस्ट द वैली वी सी इको सिस्टम सो सम फॉर्म ऑफ अ करियर मोट विच यू बिल्ड ओवर फाइव टेन ईयर्स ऑफ यर लाइफ will make you relevant no matter what comes mm-hmm. okay so that is one mental model that i use to think about uh, this thing right um swadik it's been a, it's been a pleasure talking um thank you for coming same. in on a sunday um thank you thanks man same here yeah thanks meeting you <laughs> oh my oh thank god i think my phone is full